Oh, oh, oh. Nigga, you funny. You funny. You talk Blade Tuna. Hashtag Blade Tuna. I got, I, I got fucking chick to Oh, is that the hashtag for this now? Because it used to be, it used to be uh, a couple years ago, it used to be uh, Tuna Tarby hashtag. Yeah, yeah. So, like, so, hold on. Yep. Like, this nigga, John. Heat, bruh. I hate you, dog. Hate, heat, I'm, nigga. Welcome back to another episode of the Summer 16 Podcast, the podcast between two friends that met in the summer of 2016. As always, you got your boy John Bowie here, at John Bowie on Instagram, and I'm here with my dog, Dr. Tunday Akenya K. Wow, so honored to have him on the show today. Um, wow. <laughs> at T-A-U-T underscore seven on all social medias that matter, you can find him for your thirst trap sensation it is there for you uh hashtag blame tune day he is got it for you what you about to say i was gonna say that you posted a video yesterday with no shirt on what do you i reposted it Doug. People entered my DMs. Doug. are you gonna interrupt the are you interrupting the yeah, intro for this I'm, I'm here today yes i <laughs> people entered my dms Hey John, no. Hey John, me. I'm my name's not John. <laughs> him. It's your own fault, dude. I would have never known that we were posting shirts off, shirts off stories if you would have never did it. I was like, because you know me, I'm humble. I'd be wearing layers. I got like four shirts on right now. So do I. What are you saying? Yeah, but you be, but, but when you get on Instagram, you be like shirts off shorty. I just got off the Peloton. I'm not putting a shirt back on while I'm sweaty. Just why to post did, a video. Why did you take your shirt off to begin with, bro? Well, it's I'm, 30 minutes on a bike. Like, what are you sweating so hard? 45-minute Peloton ride. And if you ever did a Peloton ride, you're going to be sweating hard. That don't mean you can't wear a shirt, bro. Like, what I'm you got to be naked for? What you got to be naked for, today? I ride the Peloton naked. How about that? Actually, I, 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 I wear compression shorts. That's gross. I wear compression shorts. I mean, I guess if I was the summer 16 sex symbol, I would do the same thing. I'm in the comfort of my own home. Uh, you know, you know you're, you're talking bag talk right now. You're talking that big money shit, and I just don't understand. I'm not speaking the same language, okay? So maybe I just don't comprehend. Okay, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're, you're speaking a different tax bracket, and I can't, and I don't know that language, Doc. <sighs> Here we go. Well. If, if, if you're on Peloton, add me. Oh, yeah. What's your name on Peloton? Is it T-A-U-T underscore seven? Yes. Of course it is. Keep it simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to be consistent. Give the people what they want, man. Yeah, guys. So find Tune Day on all social medias and Peloton. I'm sure he's on the Nike Run Club app, Strava. Uh, all, that, all that stuff. All of that. T-A-U-T underscore seven. Um, so uh, back to the show. Fuck. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, every Wednesday, we're going to uh, have new episodes, and we're going to try to somehow figure out how to combine our different views, experiences, and beliefs, um, and make sure we try to leave learning something new. So uh, we are already jumping into today's episode, shooting a little bit of shit. Um, we got some current events. Uh, we definitely want to talk about Google's firing of their um, former co-lead 
of the Ethical AI Group, um, a black woman, uh, Timnit Gebru. Um, I just, I'd be fucking up names. Timnit Gebru. That sounds right, right, Tim Day? Timnit? Timnit yeah, Gebru? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just leaning on you for African names, bro. Uh, is that bad to say? African- is that insensitive? Is that, a, is that insensitive to say? Shit. No, it's not insensitive. I'm just saying Africa's a big place. Sure, but, I mean, I can't pronounce half them shits. Am I going to get us canceled? Fuck, already? I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I think Jonathan is a hard name to pronounce as well. You so. think Jonathan is a hard name to pronounce? Yeah. How? In what world? In a world where people don't, like, the English language is not, like, Dude, you can't even say this with a serious face, bro. There's yeah. nothing difficult about Jonathan. Stop, stop, stop looking at it from a Eurocentric, like... <laughs> okay, John is easy. Oh, yeah, sure. John is easy. I'd be having to say John in my Japanese Duolingo lessons. Schwarzenegger easy? Is what? Schwarzenegger. No. But you know I say that, though, right? I mean, yeah, be important. I mean, Galifianakis is hard as fuck. Stop being problematic. Well, I'm being problematic. I don't know. I'm just talking shit. I don't, I, like honestly, I, don't, I have no That's the longest intro ever. Oh yeah, we're not even done with the intro. Uh, we're, we're we're trying to talk about some serious shit on this episode, but maybe we ain't gonna get to it. Um, you know. But hey, fuck it. Um, whatever we decide to talk about today, by the time we get to the end of the episode, we're gonna leave you guys with our audio, visual, and mental recommendations. So that is the one thing that I can promise you other than that guys buckle up uh we got to sh- some shit to say so um tune day what's good with you dog um nothing much nothing much i'm just you know here maintaining uh quarter's almost over so i'm happy about that it's been a pretty low-key weekend sat in the house watching tv uh played a lot of call of duty uh caddy's out of town so so i'm just <laughs> Town, bro. She always on a trip. No, oh, she's always in Portland. Yeah, it's, I guess it's not really that far. Yeah, it's, it's, it's her uh, sister's birthday weekend, so they got a cabin. Yeah, shout out to shout out to Callie and her sister, man. Yeah, so I'm here with the dog, playing Call of Duty all weekend. Shout out to Sweet Baby Guinness, man. Yeah, so just walks with Guinness and then back to Call of Duty, and then walks with Guinness and back to Call of Duty. You live the good life, Tunde. You really do, man. Um, you know, and I think uh, I'm happy for you, bro. Are you? Do you feel fulfilled? Do you feel happy? Are you content with this lifestyle? Uh, you know, it's you do what you you do what you can to maintain some sense of of sanity. Yeah, in, in this pandemic, like, yeah. it, I feel I just feel like I want to go out and do things. Sure, but I'm being responsible. Why? It's what's the point of you being responsible when no one else is? No, I'm, you're right. Uh, there are a lot of people who are being responsible, but there are also you're right. There are also a lot of people who are like fuck it, and they're moving around. Like when I have record cases every day since yeah. like November, like November first. Yeah. So, and then every day I get on Twitter and I hear personal stories of like, oh, my uncle died today. Yeah. Mom died today. Yeah. Like. I look. I read an article about Carl Anthony Towns and like how six members of his family. Seven, seven, seven members. He's seven buried members. seven people. His mom. Yeah. And then you got people out here just like fuck it. I'm going to catch flights, not feelings. You feel I'm, me? Like I'm, fuck the rest. This weekend. I'm gonna. I'm going to Cancun this weekend. I'm going 
I'm going here this weekend. Like, fam. Yeah. Yeah. And not even getting, like, COVID tests before or after or whatever, you and, know? And then you travel into brown and black countries where the healthcare system is already, like... Lacking. Lacking at best because of, you know, pre pre-existing conditions like... Healthcare disparities. And, yeah. So, it just... I don't know. It bothers me, but I'm going to do try to do my part. Uh, yeah. And not yeah. Know, take take vacation trips. I feel it. I mean, but you are going to go home for the holidays? You yeah. Think? And I'm currently, you know, quarantining. I'm not seeing friends like like that. Uh, yeah. I'm in the crib. I'm getting, I'm going to get a test uh, probably this week. When do you leave? I leave on the 18th. So I have 12 days before I leave. So if I get tested this week, uh, if I'm quarantining like ten days before, ten days after, uh, should be yeah, I should be, I should be good. Um, but yeah, that's all I've been doing. Yeah, I got to schedule my test because I'm driving. I'm gonna drive home so that just to be like a little extra safe. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's a, like with you know California shutting back down again, like on the super, we're about to join you guys on super shutdown. Yeah. And uh, shit, like. That shit got my head all fucked up, man. Like, like just going back to where there's nothing open. Like, yeah, I love you, Pablo. Everybody can hear you chewing this bottle in the background right now. But, you know, people are people are underrated, bro. People are underrated. Being able to talk to people is underrated. Uh, but on a on a different note, man, let's not be bummed out as as fuck. Um, yeah. Did you did you Cyber Monday Black Friday last week, bro? Did you blow a bag? I did not. Uh, I think the only thing I bought was a new pair of running shoes. That's it. For your, you just only bought shit for yourself. Yeah. Uh, for Cyber Monday, like, like I'm gonna get Christmas gifts, of course. Like, I think each year I only get usually end up getting like two or three gifts because uh-huh. I get I, I usually get you know, my girlfriend a gift and I get my mom a gift and uh, you know uh, my nieces and nephews they get a little older so like yeah. give them like cash now or like. Like cash after them some money, and that's about it. Because like I remember in in uh in high school, I was like, man, it's Black Friday. I'm, I'm in city. I'm about to I'm about to buy everything. I had a list of people I want to buy shit for. I put all on my credit card. Hell yeah. Like I I, I get I get home for Christmas. I'm I'm handing out like gifts like I'm. I'm the, I'm the hood Santa. You black Santa, G. Yeah, and to be honest, no one appreciated the shit. I put myself into debt for what? Yeah, I'm I'm good. Um, yeah. So when it comes to Cyber Monday or whatever, if I don't absolutely need anything, I'm good. It's I I don't know. I don't need anything right now. Yeah, see, that's interesting, man. Because like I think my family goes hard on Christmas in terms of like buying gifts for people and stuff. Like, like because I'm not somebody that really asks for much, you know. Like so. Just as a, in comparison, my brother had a Christmas list, right? My guy's Christmas list was four pages, bro. It was four pages, and then like it'd be like, see other file for list of <laughs> other shit. Like, and I'm like, bruh. And so my parents are like calling me, like, man, John, like send us your Christmas list. Like, what do you want? What do you want? And I didn't even like I I didn't do it for like three days. I was like, I ain't got shit that I really want like that. Um, so then I put like four or five items. And my dad was like, man, you need at least like 14 or 15. And I'm like, bro, there's I can't think of 14, 15 things that I want or or want y'all to get for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now my corny ass is putting like, oh, I'd like a brown belt. 
You know, you know what? As, as <laughs> older, like things like socks, like a nice pair of socks. A good underwear, bro. Listen, hit different, bro. They hit different. Like underwear is the is the like nice underwear. I think is like the 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 lesser spoken about self care thing. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because like low key, that is self love. Like getting nice socks. It's different, bro. Like I, I'm, I think I'm slowly converting like my like sock collection to all like stance socks. That's because you, yeah, you like them joints. They're, they're so comfortable, and they're expensive because they're like you know, damn near twenty dollars a pair. Depending you on. You got to air dry them joints. You say what? You got to air dry them joints. You don't put them in the dryer, do you? I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they, put them in a dryer. Yeah, low setting. They're fine. Yeesh. They're fine. Like I got the running, I got the running kind. I got the just regular lounge around kind. I got the yeah. basketball now, like, and then like and they I, having the cool designs on them and shit too. I got, I got a pair of Stan socks that has like the the date from the um the Guns and Roses concert, like in like in 1992. Like the shit is like they have some cool. Were you at that concert? No, I was not. Oh, okay, just checking. I was not, John. Okay, just you know, just I'm just wondering, man. I just want to get to know you better, bud. Like, come on, I don't understand why you. You had such pushback on that. Sorry, what? sorry if I offended you, Tune Day. Yeah, but no, no Black Friday. Um, I just couldn't. I couldn't like see myself spending just a bunch of money in in like this, I guess, environment. Yeah, as far as, like financially, and you know, so many people are like don't have shit, and yeah. I don't know. It's just a weird feeling. It's a it's a weird feeling. Like and honestly, to that point, like so I I'll say like I started by saying like I think my family kind of goes hard for um uh Christmas or whatnot. But like, you know, I it kind of hits a little different where I'm just like, man, you know, oh shit, my bad. Um like the people that can't really like go hard for Christmas this year. You know what I'm saying? Like and it just feels weird, like, being so blessed and fortunate, you know what I'm saying, to be able to still kind of do what I normally do, but... And still have family members around to, like... Yeah, honestly, bro. Like, you're in a festive mood. Honestly, bro, like, and I'm not, like, sitting here bummed out that I can't get gifts for the people that I love and everything, like... Um, but all in all, um, you know, I did get, like, some stuff on Cyber Monday. Um, like, my mom wants all the smart home... She's not gonna listen to this, right? <laughs> probably not yeah if you listen to this skip ahead if you skip it yeah man stop listening right now all my family stop listening <laughs> no nah, i did get some stuff and you know they're fine so i think they'll like what i got them but you know i, I was just like damn like i kind of just you know blew a bag a little bit hey a little little flex bro. you love the ones it is but i you know i, I just think it's like it's just interesting like when you feel the need to like get stuff to show people you love them, you know, like, yeah, like that's I'm not really about that action, but it is what it is, you know. Life is good, man. Life is good, and we're blessed, and remember that. Um, but yeah, Cyber Monday spent a little change, uh, but you know, it's all good. I didn't go too hard. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna just leave it at that. Shit, what the fuck am I talking about? So, I know we talked about this a little earlier than the intro. Okay. So yesterday you were uh, shirt off, shirt off shorty. 
Dog, what? I only did that because you said that's what I had to do. And that's because we're we're in the midst. Actually, today is today will be day six. Um, I saw so I saw a um a challenge. I forgot what. So I am in a couple of uh black uh groupies, fitness groupies, and someone posted like in one of those groupies they posted like a challenge, a thirty day challenge, um with various like calisthenic exercises. So I asked all my friends that I knew, I put it on IG. I said, who would be interested in doing this challenge in December? So uh, quite a few people hit me up and responded and said, yep. uh, I'm, I'm down for the challenge. So uh, as I said, we are currently in day six today. We have to do 50 supermans and 50 body squats. Um, Lit. I need to do some squats too, man. Yeah. Cause I ain't got no sorts of legs. But yeah, it's 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 been challenge been cool so far. I think I think so far my hardest the hardest for me has been the planks. Just because I don't do plank, I don't just sit around and say, "Oh, let me do some planks." Really? No, I don't do planks. Like, like I do, like I'll do like sit ups. I'll do crunches. Um, I'll do like V ups. I'll do all those things. But I don't sit around and say, "Let me do crunches." Oh, yeah. and I hate burpees. Burpees are the worst. My dog, I we did all them damn burpees the other day, dog, and my like hips and legs and hip flexors are dying. They've been dying. I think it's because of the burpees, not because of any other activities, obviously. But just like, oof, <laughs> just hips just tight, my guy. Like, yeesh, yeah, yeesh. Uh, but no, it's it's been good. Like you know, forcing you to kind of do something like a little workout, kind of get it in. And as we're doing it, you know, more people are like, oh, man, send me the list. Do it. Don't join. So that's always cool to see, right? Um, yeah. I, I think one of the reasons I really wanted to do it because, you know, here, like in California, things are shutting back down. Yeah. Like gyms are completely closed now. Um, They were open at first here with capacity and then they opened it up full, but just you have to wear a mask. But right. now shut back down and I'm needing something to kind of take that place stay fit i mean you got the peloton man you peloton gang now yeah so yeah that'll help yeah you know and also i would like to put out there um for the 200 pound plus club um i'm waiting for my welcome basket i am now in the club jesus uh, christ what a flex i'm just saying you know it, it's hard for me to gain weight so mm-hmm. uh since our mar- since our half marathon i've been only running once or twice a week uh-huh and uh just eating more calories and just cut it back on cardio. So you can bulk up a little bit. Bulk up. I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to two ten, but right now I'm like around two oh two. So whenever I don't know who the was on the welcome committee, but right. uh, I'm waiting for my gift basket. If I get to the two hundred pound club, something has went terribly wrong in my life. <laughs> but I feel like anytime I say shit like that, it's just like be like, oh like like I'll be like a little teddy bear. Like I'm just like a little nigga, like little nigga problems, but I'm not like a little dude. You feel me? Like, yeah, like, but I think because like I think with weight, there's not I, a sexy weight that I could throw around. And be like, yeah, shorty, like I'm, you know, what's 75? Like I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But like, like what's that's like? You'd be like, okay, the fuck, who cares, fam? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I wish I had a sexy weight I could talk about. Shut up. <laughs> I like that awkward silence. You were just like, what the fuck do I say back to that? <laughs> Not even about that. It's, it's, 
I don't know. It's just trying something new with yeah. fitness. And you know what, man? I'm I'm happy for you. Honestly, like I know how hard you've worked. It's well deserved. You know, congratulations on the 200 pound club. Um, you know, big 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 body gang over there. No, 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 no more memes about like how how I'm I'm a child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, still, it's still, I'm, I'm still gonna bring the memes, but. Yeah. Oh, shut up! Shut up! Still it's, it's, it's heat and i've been getting better i've been practicing on the side bro like you've been seeing them videos i've been sending in our conversation and shit bro like i'm in the lab working bro i'm getting content yeah, yeah. i'm getting content bro um but okay so we are gonna move to our next segment here in a second but you know one of the things that took over the intranet um this past week have been all the spotify wrapped and everything um, so you don't really listen to anything on Spotify, but I mean, um, I, I, I put iTunes too because iTunes has rap as well. It's not the same, yeah, whatever. It's kind of wank. Okay, do you, do you want to share your results? Do you want to share your results? Do you have anything to share? Uh, yeah, so for iTunes, it's called replay, and basically, it takes like your like your no. top like favorite tracks of the year, like based no. on like uh, how many times you listen to it, um, favorite artists. So as who, always, is your, who is your okay? Uh, wait, because it gave you ten artists, right? Uh, no, it, it gives you like your top. Uh, yeah, featured artists. So my okay, okay so go from the bottom to the top. I mean, it's a lot. So okay, I'm gonna go, like I'm to do the five. Do five. Do five. Do like five up to one. Okay. Because I got five. I got five, and then all right. And then. I, I, I coming in at number five. I have Westside Gun. Okay, surprise! Fucking surprise. Coming in at number four. I have Ari Lennox. Really? Yes. That's, Baby is a great album. I listened to it a lot this year. That's actually surprising to me, if I'm being honest. Yes, that's number four. Coming in at number three, I don't know if this counts. I have number three. I have Griselda. They just put Griselda, the whole thing. The out the group. Yeah, that's okay. I mean, I guess it's fair. Coming in at number two, I have Bodie James. Okay. And coming in at number one, surprise, surprise, I have Benny the Butcher. Dog. <laughs> Four of your top five are all Griselda artists. And three is all of Griselda. <laughs> I mean, after that, yeah, it gets more diverse. Like like six, I have Royce the Five Nine. Seven, I have Chris Brown. Because I listen to what's the so much. I listened to that uh, Slime and B album so much. Yeah. I was and trying then, to tell this girl about that album. Uh, she had no. She had. I was trying to tell this girl. She had no idea what I was talking about. I was like, "Want, want." They call twelve. They give you more than ten. They give you like. They gave me like twenty-five. That's a lot of artists. Yeah. But, wow. Okay. Um, did it give you top songs also, or just? Yeah, artists? top songs. I mean. So do five. Do to, do the top five. Uh, uh, number five. Uh, BMO. Ari Lennox. What does that stand for? Break me off, break me off, and get you, get you, yeah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. that shit, that shit, fire, that shit's fire. Uh, number four, Doctor Birds. That's a fire song, also. That's the song that introduced me to Griselda, low key. Uh, uh, <laughs> number eight, number three, eighteen wheeler, but uh, Benny the Butcher featuring Pusha T. Today. Number two. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Scrape the ball, Bodie James featuring Betty the Butcher. 
<laughs> that song is hard too, though. Number one, Crown Crowns for Kings, Benny the Butcher featuring Black Thought. Okay, well, you listen. Year Year had a theme. Yeah, um, and you know what? That's fine because I think if anybody goes back and kind of looks through the AVMs, they will see that you know exactly what you've been um, talking about all year is exactly what um, you know is, is re- replayed back to you um, by iTunes and Apple Music. Yeah. I saw this. I saw this thing on Instagram, and somebody was like, "Oh my God! Like my Spotify Wrapped is so perfect." I was like, "Well, duh! It's like literally data." Like. It's gonna be perfect, stupid. Like, did you, did you see that 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 tweet? Was when I said, uh, "Bitches get on, bitches get on uh on IG and say no one cares about your Spotify rap and then post a picture of your baby." Facts, hell yeah! I posted something on my story talking about I care, I care about your Spotify wrapped. Share that shit. I want to see it. I mean, I am. I do like seeing other people's like what they listen to. Hell yeah, I love it. I love that shit, man. I just low-key just got one sent to me right now. Or either that or Shorty just made me a play us, but dude, she's lit. I love Spotify wrapped. So my turn. Yep. My turn. Okay, well, mine is obviously more diverse and for the people, but you know, we'll leave that up for interpretation. Um, so top artists. Oh, also, I have sixty-four thousand minutes of mu- of music listened to this year. Jeez. Ain't that a, that's a lot of music, bro. Yeah. And my top genre was rap. Of course. Of course. Uh, okay, so top artists. Number five, Sean Don. Big Sean. Uh, Big Sean. Yeah. Yeah, I went hard for the uh, his most recent album. Yeah, it was good. I mean, it was very good. I think it's one of my top albums of the year. When we do our year recap, Big Sean's going to be all over that. Um, Frank Ocean, number four. Good one. Because, you know, I can listen to... Frankie O all day every day. Number three, uh, the greatest living artist of all time. Who's that? Kanye West. Oh. Yeah, you know, you know what you know his name. You know his name. No, no. Kanye West. Okay. Uh, number two, James Blake. Okay. Right. Um, I think, I think, I think James Blake and Frank Ocean got so high because those are also like my go-to breakup artists, like for sad boy songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like they got they got that you know shit for the fellas in there, so I'd be like bars. Um, and my number one artist was Katranada. Huh, interesting. I know, Can- Canadian DJ producer, lit. I was supposed to go to his concert, and it was canceled. Right, it was like it was in March, right when COVID hit. So that was super disappointing. What were your five five songs? My five songs. So number five. Was Young in Love by Jaden Smith. Uh huh. Which is off of uh, the Cool Tape Volume 3. Uh, number four was Ego Death. That's Ty Dolla Signs featuring Kanye West. Skrillex oh. and I think it's FKA Twigs was on there too. Number three, You're So Precious by James Blake. Oh. I know. I know. That's a good ass song though. <laughs> uh number two is called Culture by K Trinata. And number one is Free Fall by K Trinata. So uh I mean honestly, the whole Bubba album was getting ridiculous spins all year. So 
free fall and culture are like songs that are like right in the same area so i just play yeah. them over and over again free fall is great free fall is great so yeah those are my those are my spotify wrapped you know of what i have what yeah, yeah it's very different it's very different yours is definitely uh you know, the more gangster so. version of the podcast i think so i think that my list was curated from the playlist that i actually made for when we were training for running uh-huh because i think this year because of the way that you know covid took over the year yeah I, to most of most of the time i listened to music this year was when i was running sure and sure of course i don't listen to r&b when i'm running Right, right, right. So it's going to be, you know, a lot of, you know, things that I think... Thanks to shit. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's interesting because, like, obviously, like, I was using those playlists on on the Spotify equivalent, right? Like, you'd have put it up there and I would help make them and, you know, all that other stuff and listen to them. Uh, but at the same time, I, uh, I listened to so much music, like 64,000 minutes, like... Yeah. My amount of time running compared to just me listening to music around my place, like, doesn't even come close. So, you know, yeah. I get a very different mix. But, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I, I like my list. I think that is very representative of me, huh? Outside of running, I think I just listen to podcasts. Like, if I'm in a car or if I'm, like, in a shower, it's, mm-hmm. it's more podcast than, than music. And I was listening to my little sad-ass playlist for half the year. Oh, sad-ass boy. Oh, sad-ass boy. That's actually the name <laughs> of my playlist. <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> uh, but before we move on, you know, we also had our Spotify wrapped for podcasters. So I wanted to share that with everybody. And first and foremost, say thank you for everybody for rocking with us for the year. Um, I, I, you know, since we started in April 1st, right? April 1st is the first episode. Tuesday. It's not a joke, right? April Fool's Day. Yep. Um, some of the numbers were weird, but like, you know, some of our numbers were like we got the biggest listener growth in the United States, and it was like nine hundred and ninety nine percent growth. <laughs> so, like, what the fuck does that mean? You know what yeah. I'm saying? But also, you said what? What does that mean? I don't even fucking know. But they gave me data, and I was it's like, just, oh, this is a podcast. Yeah, I think so. Like, because you went from zero to whatever, yeah. but. Yeah. I don't know what that actually actually means. But the interesting thing was we had 41 episodes at the time, right? Um, this is, I think, our 40... This is our... Oh, wait. It's because we had some of the uh, hidden episodes, too. That's why I probably recorded 41. Oh, yeah, true. true. Yeah, the ones that you guys will never be able to listen to. <laughs> ever. <laughs> But uh, but also 17 countries. So I thought that was lit. Um, and in, in total terms of minutes, uh, basically 4,000 minutes of content that we released this year. That's a lot of talking. That's a lot of goddamn us running our mouths. But, you know, we thank you guys because, you know, without you, we wouldn't be here. Well, we probably still would. But we still appreciate you um, for rocking with us nonetheless. And so, uh, on that note, thank you guys again. And Tunde, you want to take us to the Say What segment? Yes. Say what? So, everyone knows Tom Hanks. Great actor. Great the actor. American of all Americans, man. Yeah, he, he played in, he was Forrest Gump. He played in, he played in Big. He was in Splash. Um, what's that movie? 
where he's on the island with Wilson. Oh shit! Uh, Castaway. Castaway, yes. Like Andy he, was in the Andy was in Philadelphia with Denzel. Man, great crazy, actor. amazing actor. So talented. Like just serious roles, whatever you want. Like all of it. I, I love him. What I don't love is his son. Yeah. He has a the son. apple fall flew, fell flew fell flew fuck. Uh, the apple fell very far from the tree. Yes. Uh, Chet, Chet Hanks. Chet. Chetty Man. A.K.A. A.K.A. Chet Hayes, if y'all try to find his rap, his rap shit. Yeah. Um, so, so Chet Hanks, uh, he's lost. He's, he's lost. Uh, first, let's backtrack. So, a couple years ago, at the, at the Golden Globe Awards, his dad aforementioned Tom Hanks uh, was like given like uh, some type of speech or like Lifetime Achievement Award or something like that, right? And he was on the red carpet, Chet was on the red carpet talking about his dad, but he was talking in a very bad Jamaican accent. Like it's, 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 it was so bad. Oh man. First happened. And like we'll put like a, like a little clip in here of a sample of the, of the accent, but I remember when it first happened. Big up, big up the whole island, massive! It's your boy Chetana coming straight from the Golden Globes. You watching? Me, me father Tom Hanks presenting in a watch. So far, what come? Big up, tune in. He, people on Twitter or on social media, like they had they had their jokes. They had their jokes. Of course. And uh, as as always, as as a people, we, we we like to joke. And there's memes, and there's gifs, and it's, it was all fun and games because yes. it's, it's 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 harmless. Who's he harming with his accent? He's just being silly. He's probably drugged out, which he was yeah. definitely drugged out. Yeah. And then you know, as John said, his name is now. He started a rap career. His name is now Chet Hayes. And what? now he thinks it's okay for him to say. The word nigger. Nigger. Sorry. Nigger. Uh, nigger. Yeah. Do you, remember that, do you remember that episode? That was, that was exactly what I was thinking. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. They're two different words. Nigger or nigger. <laughs> One is a term of endearment. Jigger, my nigger. <laughs> Real nigger roll call. <laughs> but, but yeah, like, if you've seen Chet, he's like, A, a, a white man's white man. He's like, Tom Hanks, younger, with a beard, and but he's he has more blondish hair though, yeah. and he has, he has blue eyes. Listen, he's, he's Aryan. He's, he's Aryan. I mean, sure, he's a Viking, but sure. <laughs> Viking. <laughs> but at this point, him thinking it's okay for him to say "where nigga" is like, I feel like. We gave him an inch, right? Yeah, and he took a whole nautical mile, bro. Yes, like, like, fam, in what world do you think this is okay? Like, who told did you? you it's okay? Did you hear why he said he, that it's okay though? Too? I'm, I'm to say, well, so okay. he said he said partly because like he's a part of the culture. One, psych, you wish. Two, because he has a black daughter, okay. and so he basically knows what it's like. To be black in America, so that's why he can say the N word. See, here's the thing. 
<laughs> like, we never have to worry about like being killed for the color of our skin. You said what? Chet Hanks would never have to worry about being killed because of the color of his skin. Nope. Like, he'll never have to worry about like being followed in a store because the, like he's profiled. Yep. So I don't care if he has a black daughter. Yep. Good, good for you. Congratulations. That doesn't mean you're part of the culture. That mm-hmm. doesn't mean you know what it is to be. You can, you can sympathize. I don't know if you can. I don't even know if you can even empathize. You can sympathize for like the the plight of your daughter and and and, and black people, yeah. but you will never actually know. Yeah. And then to go a step further and say that you're that you're that you can say that you can say nigga is like it proves that you don't really get it. Facts. Facts. 100. 100. And I know it's all fun and games with the hey, let me speak in let me speak patois or let me speak in my accent whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But then you take it a little too far. And this is why you don't give white people passes. Honestly. Because like, you give them, like you said, you give them an inch, they take a mile, man. And Buddy is, I mean, listen, I don't like. How does Tom Hanks feel, bro? Like your son is on here being a complete jackass in the world, like. And I don't know. I would just be so embarrassed, honestly. Like what? Like what do you do? Like if he, like I say, you meet Chet Hanks, right? Let's say, let's say, let's say, like you're you're at work. Yeah. So you say you're at work. Like it's your job. I'm not going to say where you work. Let's say you're at work, right? Okay. And, like, let's say you have, like, a company dinner. This is, like, outside coronavirus. You have a company, yeah, okay. company dinner, and special invited guest is Tom Hanks. And okay. he brings his son with him. Yeah, he, right. He's, he's the whole family. The whole Hanks clan. Whole, yeah, is there. And then he, you, see, you see Chad, he walks up to you, like, what's up, nigga? What's, what's up, up, my nigga? No, 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 no. He says, what's up, my nigga? Yeah, what's up, my nigga? No, he's my like, nigga. he's like, uh, boy. What's Chatty up, boy. nigga? what do you what do you how do you respond bro i i facepalm hard as hell i'm like bro you gotta move around i just be like fam you gotta move around bro like i just couldn't even i couldn't do it i I had i don't have the energy i just don't have the energy to entertain that like i would be so disgusted yeah that's all i could do i couldn't do anything i'll just walk away I'd be like, fam, you're a cornball, bro. Like, what? Yeah. I'd have some choice words for him. Really? Yeah. You did say I was at a work function, though. I mean, I wouldn't have caused a scene. I'd be like, fam, you're I'd, a cornball. I put up to the side, like, listen here. Whitey. <laughs> <laughs> you just want to grab him and smack him like, this is not you. Exactly, yo. Like, you ever seen what's that movie with um where Chris Rock is an alderman in DC and he like ends up winning like the election? Oh shit! What what do you say? And like, Bernie Mac is his older brother. Yeah. Oh, like, head of head of state was it? Yeah, head of state. And like Bernie, Bernie Mac is just slapping people like in, in a train station. Like hell yeah, man. That's what I wanted. That's what I want to do to him. Life would be so much easier if you could appropriately express things with physical violence. Oh, for sure. Like, you just go around slapping motherfuckers. Like, that shit would be lit, bro. And people, I think people will behave and way act- better. Way better, bro. People would, because, like, there was like a fear of, of like, 
Get Picard. that ass whooped. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, don't you ever find that there's like some people that it's just like, man, you know what? You've never got your ass whooped. Oh, yeah. And I don't mean like necessarily by your parents, but like, you know, so you've never had somebody just like punch you in your mouth before. Yeah. I, I mean, I grew up in an era where like you get knocked the fuck out. It happens. Yes. And it's not saying like I grew up in a, like, a neighborhood that was like super terrible, but like, yeah, step out of line, somebody's gonna physically put you in your place. Yeah, and it's like because even even me moving around, like living in different places, like I can remember back in like middle school, junior high, like elementary school, like folks was getting knocked the fuck out, like, and it's it's not necessarily you know you don't want anybody to get hurt, but you know. You know, all you all it takes is one really good time to teach a lesson to be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't talk to people motherfucking crazy. Yep. <clears throat> I shouldn't go around saying I can say nigga and I'm not black. Right. But see now, but see now the fact that we're having this conversation and it's like if we went and open palm slapped Chet in the face, if he said it around us, we're the bad guys. You know, in, in, in this case, I think I would be OK with being the bad guy. But that's but but it just it's a bigger issue of like that's what's fucking wrong with the world. It's like like they should be applauding us for open palm slapping Chet Hanks. He needs that. You know, I bet Tom Hanks didn't whoop his kids, low key. Oh, oh you know he didn't. So that's what so 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 do you think that Tom Hanks should have whooped his kids? No. I don't think he should have. Hmm. I mean I don't believe in, in beating kids. I know, yeah. I mean me either, but I don't believe in it. But. <laughs> I, I, I was beat, but yeah, yeah. But I'm not saying that's, that. I'm not saying that that's the only reason that I turned out with respect for other people. Truish, it's because you got beat up at school too. Uh, I once I got beat up. I would say that the that the, the fear of oh that that's the fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fear of of if I step out of line, somebody might punch me in my shit. Yeah, that, that that makes you move a little different throughout the world. If I'm being honest, that's why I think growing up, football was always my favorite sport as opposed to basketball, because like I felt like there was just a naturally humbling thing about football, right? Like you have people that talk hella shit and they're, they're like so good and blah blah blah, but every once in a while you get to drop a motherfucker on their ass, and that just humbles you. You know so, what I'm saying? Quick sidebar: Did you see the footage of that high school kid who like? This oh, guy, tackled the ref or whatever. Uh, yeah, he like he was like this kid is like six three, six four, yeah. sixty. He and he gets ejected from the game for whatever reason. Yeah, and like the ref, you know, the ref is like in his fifties, sixties, like yeah. like older ref, and he has his back turned to the kid, and the kid full sprints and like just checks this this uh, ref, and so I think that the team, the team won the game, I think, yeah. but they've been kicked out the playoffs. Shit. And then the kid might face. Um, I think I saw assault charges. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I didn't see the video. I heard the I heard of the story, oh, but like, wild. I couldn't watch it, that's which is so fucked up. Like, I can't watch that, but I'll watch these other fucking police brutality videos. I don't know what's wrong with me. Just pray for the kid. Pray for the kid out there, everybody, please. Thank you. Um, but yeah, no, that's just wild. But all in all, Chet Heck. Hanks makes us say what? Because my man's is bugging. And yeah, hopefully that, you know, when, when they listen back to this, they'll have that clip in there to hear just how ridiculous my man sounds. Somebody's going to listen to that and be like, well, I thought that was a 
I thought that was a good uh I thought that was a good accent. Da 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 da. No, it's not. It's trash. And Chet Hanks is trash. Um so okay, current events, man. Um this is something that happened in my neck of the woods in, in the tech tech field. Um and I was really kind of curious to talk to you about it. So this is kind of our chance. Yeah. Um, you know, because we've also talked about, you know, if you were ever to take your PhD and sell your soul and work for a corporate entity. Um, you know, how would that go? But, um, so as I alluded to in the intro, um, this past week, uh, Google's co-lead for the ethical artificial intelligence team, uh, her name is Timnit Gebru, uh, was terminated from her position last week. Um, there have been a variety of different stories and so I'm going to try to tell it to you is the best way that I know how. Essentially, uh, in her role, right, she uh, in her research capacity, she wanted to publish a paper um, essentially challenging the, um, how do I say, the impact of all these uh artificial intelligence programs that power things like Google search and all these really big, massive um, AI uh, systems that affect us every day, right? And the paper was called On the Dangers of Stochastic Parrots, Can Language Models Be Too Big? All right. And that's just really a fancy way of talking about the modeling that they do uh, for artificial intelligence, for search and text and recommendations and all these things, right? Can they be too big and what are the dangers around that? So you can see that maybe Google wouldn't like that too much if you're talking about there's dangerous, there's dangers to using these big data models. How, how Google can turn into Skynet. Uh, damn near, damn near. And what are the impacts of it, right? And as a researcher, it's your obligation to research these type of questions, right? Mm -hmm. Ethically, because it is ethical AI. Now, to point out, you know, she is a black woman and she really kind of her name really started to become more prominent about two years ago after she wrote a paper kind of describing how facial recognition algorithms are inherently biased and they have a hard time identifying women and people uh, with darker complexions, which is, which kind of uh, prompted her to create this group called Black in AI which is a group of like diversity champions to address the technical aspects of it, but also have African-American representation in the artificial intelligence research community. Yeah, I think I can see how that would happen. Because like if you're like on a team when it's all white people and you're like you're going through like building like spatial recognition platforms and yep. you're using white people, mm -hmm. is gonna like lean towards only recognizing white men. Exactly. White men, like and I mean like Think about it. It, it. It's very easy at recognizing, you know, like white men as well as like Asian men and things like that. To a lesser degree, Indian men. But for darker skin, darker complexion people of all kinds, it's been an issue. And yes, you know, unfairly misclassifying African American and Hispanic um, people and women, of course, too. Uh, so all of this goes down. She submits her paper to uh to the google review board and it comes back like nah fam 
this doesn't meet our criteria. So she, uh, uh, and the direct quote was, the head of Google AI says, this doesn't meet our bar for publication. Now, uh, apparently, she she gets this rejection. She sends an email basically saying, like, you know, I want you to meet these list of demands um, or, like, I can't work here and I need to find, like, a, a date to end amicably. Um, she went on vacation, and while she was gone, uh, they basically sent her an email back saying, all right, well, we will accept your resignation, like, and then they kick her out. So while she's on vacation, she can't even get back in her email. She's gone. They get rid of Shorty. Uh, and so this has obviously caused a huge amount of backlash because, one, she's a African-American exec in a very big and prominent company. Right, researcher, you know, very high status figure in the technical community. Uh, and so I think this happened on the fourth. I think I first saw the article on the third or the fourth, maybe. No, the second. But as of the fourth, I think there's been like 2,000 people. I've seen some reports say 2,000 Google employees um, saying that they are kind of standing up in solidarity. You know, saying that, uh, you know, she was terminated wrongfully. And so this could be a huge mess, mess, especially since they're having claims of like research censorship and they're not trying to let her publish her work. Yeah. Uh, so, we, you know, to, I talk about that whole story and it's like I wanted to hear your perspective on it. You know, one, as a researcher, you know, even though you haven't worked in the corporate um, sphere, like. Have you heard about this story? Is this something that you were aware of? Um, like, it's a huge mess. I've heard, I've heard about, you know, her as far as like the, the diversity aspect, but not about yeah. the AI, the AI thing. Yeah. Um. But I agree. Like, so I was looking at the article that you sent me, right? Yeah. So it said that uh, at, let me find the actual numbers. So it said that at, at uh. Google, I mean, at Facebook, 15% of AI researchers were women. Mm-hmm. At Google, black women represented only 0.7% of its technical workforce. Force. Yeah. 0.7, yes. 0.7, right? And uh, at Google in research, 14% in 2020 were female. Yeah. Or women, yeah. right? 14%. Yeah. I mean, research division. Compare that to the general population yep. in America. Yep. I, like women, I look at the numbers, 50.52%. So majority of, of the population in the United States are women. Yeah. Not by much, but it's about 50-50. Yeah. Compare that to 14%. So yeah. see the like the disparity in the in the number of people that you hire, not only on the, on the basis of race, but on the basis of sex as well. And that that shows that you know, Google does, or not just Google, but other like tech companies have like this systemic problem where they, like they, they they claim that they want to, they want to champion diversity, inclusion, and equity, but like the number like the numbers aren't really backing this up. Right. And that's and that's not and that's not something that's just in tech. Like that's also something that's in like you know academia. Like yeah, if, if you go to go to any like major research institution. Uh, that researches anything, but like, but in my field, let's say biomedical research, right? Yeah. 
same thing. Like you go to any of the labs, you're gonna see uh, mostly white. You're gonna see mostly men. Yep. They're gonna be mostly uh, white or Asian men. Yeah. So, but then, but then most most of these institutions also have offices of diversity and inclusion, and they mm -hmm. claim it like, oh, we're gonna you know do all these things to kind of hire um, yeah. you know, more minorities and more women, but you know you, you don't really see the results of that. And that's something that bothers me because, like, I think we had a discussion offline. Like, what do you do then? Like, yeah. as as people who are like in 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 the building, like, yeah, yeah, and and in, like, and even to you know, one of the things that was even stated in the article is, you know, she had been very vocal about how you know, in her work with diversity and all that stuff, like, you know she ended up just being met with more pushback, more uh, resistance when she's trying to address the exact sort of questions that you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the unfortunate truth because I think typically when you see these companies, everybody at the top is like, oh yeah, this is important. This matters. Let's, let's, let's do diversity. Let's blah, blah, blah. But it's the middle managers. It's the people that don't have the voice. It's the people that aren't seen that are the ones that are really putting up the barriers preventing this sort of stuff from really happening right you talked about the percentages of women um you know in in research roles uh, at those two companies and you know so i had looked up the data for like how many engineering students there are right because you know being in tech the one thing that i always hear is oh the reason why the numbers are so uh separated is just because there's not enough talented people we don't have enough talent we don't have enough talent well you know even from the uh, uh, American Society for uh, what is it? Uh, ASWE. I think it's is that electrical engineering. Uh, shoot, the ASS ASEE um, published an article and had data from like like 2016 and said that 20 percent of all people graduating with engineering degrees were women. And so it's like even that 14% in your workforce is lower than the threshold of the talent that's available. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's when you can start to say like, yeah, okay, you know, it might not ever be 50-50, right? Like I understand 50-50 is what you have in America in terms of men and women, but maybe that field isn't, you know, 50% of engineering women. But the when you address these sorts of problems, you need to address also the fact that like, hey, we need to train people that can then ultimately start taking over these roles, but then also at least be at parity with the talent that already exists. Yep, and, and like, if if you're if you're that serious and you have the budget that you have, uh, say of a Facebook or a Google, like, start how baseball says, oh, we want like, so I'm gonna use example. So baseball says, oh, we want to increase the amount of uh, minorities in baseball. We want more, you know, inner city kids to grow up to become baseball players and become more interested in it, right? Because yeah. baseball is a dying sport. So yeah. what MLB does is like we're gonna go down to, to grassroots level. We're gonna start investing more money into yep. little league. Yep. Right. So I think companies like Google and Facebook and Microsoft need to do the same thing. Yeah. Go down to go go, go to high schools. Like invest in programming there. Yeah. Get kids get kids interested in in STEM at that level. Yeah. And so well, to your exact point, right, that's because that's one of the strategies that at the company that I work, 
you know, because I've been working on a lot of these programs uh, for my company um, to, you know, address these same issues. And you kind of have a two, two, two-fold issue here, right? Because part of it is, yes, it's great to go to the high schools. It's great to go to the HBCUs in these colleges and train and recruit top-notch black talent. But the truth of the matter is, and I think you've even seen this too, right? When you come into some of these places, it is not an environment for you to be successful. You know what I'm saying? So you can have all... You said what? What do you mean? It's not an environment. Yeah. So, you know, you being either met with resistance or not given the opportunity to really shine and be great because of prejudices against you. Is that not something you've experienced? Um... And maybe it's different in education. Wait, so you mean prejudice against like the companies, like? No, 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 prejudice against you as a black person. So like you not you yeah. don't necessarily yeah. have the same yeah. opportunities. Yes. To yeah. be successful or the same you know I ability mean, to advance. You know I what I'm saying? In the other way, like, like somebody. Hell no. Like the, the people there are prejudiced against Google. Fuck no. Fuck okay, no. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. Yes. Yes. No. 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 And then, so it's like so it's like okay, even me, right? You know, I mean, I think I've been incredibly fortunate and, you know, been done well so far in my career. But I know that my experience is definitely unique to just me and it's my own. Uh, But there's a lot of people that, you know, I talk to them about, you know, they've been 20 years at my company or or five years, seven years. And they've hit this glass ceiling because either management won't allow them to uh, progress or the company just seems to be limiting their abilities. And so now you can't get more people like us in positions to have an influence because they're being blocked. And yep. so it's it's a really challenging problem that's so deep-rooted and inherently American. Like, to see a story like this come out where, you know, she's a very high-profile figure, you know, that got, that said, oh, we accept your resignation while you're on vacation. Like, that's mad wild when she was like, nah, like, if y'all can't, you know, give me a justification about why my article was, you know, not approved, you know, then I don't need to be here, but like, I'll have a, a termination date. And they were just like, nah, you can leave right now. Like, yeah, you you're gone. That's wild to me, bro. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, I just want people to do better. I think. Respect oh, black women. That's going to need, that needs to be another fucking thing that we add to our shit. Just do right by people. Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like on every level, like, women get the short end of the stick, minorities get the short end of the stick, and if you're both, then you get Good the short luck. end of both sticks. Good so, luck. Whether it be, you know, in the education system, and if you somehow manage to matriculate through that, then trying to get a job, and then you get the job, then within that company, or then, you know, within our justice system. It doesn't matter, like, or just walking down the street or just, you know, laying in your bed or whatever. I just feel like it doesn't matter where you go, what you do, there's always going to be some system in place to hold you down. Well, some would say just in a capitalistic society that you always need to have a marginalized group. Otherwise, it's not successful. So, fuck capitalism? I mean, I'm not saying that, per se. But it just is a unfortunate so, thing. Burn it all down and start again? Scorch the <laughs> earth? I mean... Sure. That's the slogan no. for the Summer 16 podcast. Fuck burn capitalism. It. 
Dude, day, you be going so hard, I'd be uncomfortable, bro. I'd be like, burn it all down. Ooh, fuck capitalism. Ooh. But, but to be honest, like, I know that, you know, it's easier said than done. But in reality, we know the problem, right? We, like you just said it, in, in, within a capitalistic society, someone has to be, like, at the bottom. Yeah. And the, the people in power rarely want to give up that power. Exactly. So we know that we know we know this we know the 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 actual root of the of the symptoms. Yeah. And I think that's what capitalism does, right? It gives you something to be comfortable with. Like if you're not at the bottom, like us, like like we're comfortable enough. Like yeah, a couple of life. Like you know, we make a good amount of money. We we you know are struggling for our next meal. We have. Right, right. So like we want to protect those things. Yeah. So like yeah, and we also want to climb up, right? Exactly. We don't want to fall down that down a rung on the ladder. So mm-hmm. I think capitalism does, right? It like it kind of inherently helps. kind of makes a caste system of sorts, right? It makes, like, you, it makes you want to protect the system to protect what you have. Yeah. Yeah. So Which is inherently human is yeah. the protection of your shit. So. So until you until you're willing to, you know, give up some of what you have. Or maybe all of what you have, then for the greater good, then this is what we're stuck with. Well, but I, at the same time, though, I also have just been like really trying to remember, like, just to have an abundance mindset in the sense of, you know, it's not so much about someone else taking what you have or you having less, but it's like giving others, like, at least their fair share. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I, and I know that that's like an idealistic way of thinking, but. You know, so much of it is this, you know, lack or the scarcity mindset where it's like, oh, they're, if, they, if they get more, that means I have less, right? If I hire more black men or if I hire more Hispanic women or Hispanic men, whatever, whatever, that means that I will not have a job or people like me won't have a job. The truth of the matter is with the way that these companies grow and shit, you can be hiring more black, more brown, more women, you know, and all these different type of people. And the company is growing, right? So it's not like anybody is losing anything, right? Um, and, but, you know, whatever. Power. I mean, that's how people... That's, that's not how people think about it. But that's exactly how it works, though. Like, it's these not, tech it's not, companies, bro... Huh? not a pie right it's not like because if i get a slice then you get a smaller slice if the company grows then we all get a slice exactly exactly but, and everybody eats bro everybody eats but everybody eats b everybody eats b that's is that the name of the episode yeah 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 everybody eats b i need to watch that movie again it's been too long it's been like six months six months <laughs> uh, everybody eats b all so, right so. Let's let's bring this on. Let's uh let's AVM some shit, bro. Yeah, all right, so um I go first. So uh, yeah, yeah, you go so, first. So with this week, um, this week being um the birthday of the greatest rapper of all time. Okay, rapper, you can have that. Whatever. The greatest rapper of all time. You can have that. Yeah, rapper is fine. Uh, and also the anniversary, the 51st anniversary of the death. Oh, oh I'm sorry. The greatest rapper being um, Sean Corey Carter. 
uh, Jay-Z, Ho, <laughs> Jacob Medigar. Not, not Sean P. Diddy Combs? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Sean Corey Carter. Uh, and then the 51st anniversary of the death of Fred Hampton, I decided to kind of throw both of those into my, into my AVM. Nice. So, um, so my audio, I, I wanted to pick, uh, he has many albums, many, many albums, uh, critically acclaimed albums. Uh, yeah. But I wanted to pick one that I felt that was super underrated, but I think gets much play in this ride. Uh, and that is The Dynasty um, by uh, Jay-Z, well, Dynasty, Rock Off Familiar, because I think the I think the, the Dynasty is one of those albums that when it first came out, people were like, eh, I don't know about this album because it uh, it uh, I think it was like coming off the hills of, of like you know all is like volume one, volume two, volume three, and then like it's more like of a of a um, more of a compilation album because he had a lot of songs with you know, with with the whole Rockefeller like. I guess conglomerate of Memphis Bleak and Beanie Siegel. Oh, and, and all them. Yeah, so, Freeway. I miss Freeway, man. Freeway was cool. Freeway was cool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I, I think that that um it was a great album. It had great singles. Um I just wanna love you. Oh like Yeah. Even in the club, it still goes off like today. Like single word for word. I wish I never met her. Yeah. Um and it had like some of those songs that are really emotional, where like Beanie Siegel and Jay Z talk about the like their dads and mm-hmm. and how like they never knew that fathers. One Eight Hundred Hustler, uh, great great songs. But like uh, if you have a chance, go back and listen to sure. uh, Dynasty, great album. Sure. Uh, another um, fun another fun fact about that album, I think that was also Kanye's first placement when he was a producer. Okay. I think it was on This Can't Be Life. Oh, it was with um with uh Beanie and uh and Scarface. And Scarface, yeah. Yeah, good. I think that was his first that's that's a good album. Like go it's back. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so I wanna I'm gonna save my vision for last because I talked about Fred Hampton. I'm gonna go mental now. Okay. Um so again I said this is the fifty first anniversary of um the murder of Fred Hampton by the Chicago PD. Yes. yes. And uh, if you don't know the story, I am uh, Fomento is going to be. Last year was the 50th anniversary, so the Chicago Tribune, which is the the magazine, not magazine, the the newspaper in Chicago, they published like this really good article um, last year by William Lee. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna put the link in the description, but it basically gives like the whole background of like how he was murdered, why he was murdered, and um and if you read the details, it's it's so inhumane. Like they, yeah. Like how the F, the FBI admitted the involvement in it. I think like five years after the fact, but like yeah. the FBI and Chicago PD basically got together, um, put a mole, or they they basically got they drugged him with a mole, like a mole. If it's in a circle, they drugged him. Why and why he slept? They barged in and shot him a bunch of times in his sleep, yeah. in his bed, bro. Right next to his pregnant fiance. And. Uh, yeah, so Cointelpro, which is stands for like short for Counter Intelligence Program, uh, Hoover's FBI like program that basically like smeared like the 
like the name of people like MLK and um, and Malcolm X as well. Yeah, all involved in that. But just it's a really good article. Um, again, I put it in the in the description. It has like the the photos, the photo of like the the bed stained with all the all his blood in the. Sheesh. I mean, I think it's something that needs to be talked about more. Yeah. But yeah, um, that is my mental. Yeah, it's another. It's one of those stories, man. That like that like, is so. You said what? He was like twenty years old when he got. Yeah, killed. he was. Yeah, he was super young. But I mean, like, it's just one of those stories. Like again, like that people try to they would rather forget because it's such a telling American story. But like. Like the past that really has shaped where we are and why we are where we are today. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. Like, cause there's there's a thousand of these stories, but like in certain cases, like in this one, it's just like, you know, how can you think that, you know, saying things like "Make America Great Again" or would mean anything other than just hurt to a large portion of people? You know. Yep. And uh, just to. Just FYI, they the city settled um, with the with the family and friends of of uh, the people who survived that 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 raid. And fun another fun fact: Jay Z was born on the day that uh, Fred Hampton died. Mm. Put it in a rhyme. You said what? Yes, to put it in one of his rhymes. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think we were talking about that. Died. Um, all right, so yeah, that's my mental and my my visual is a new show that I picked up. It's called the industry or industry. You start a new show every week, bruh. It's an HBO show. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I kind of like it, but then I'm like, it's it basically it's a financial firm bank that's in in London, and like the, each year they have like these um, new applicants to come in from all over the world, and they're trying to basically. It's not an internship, but it's a, it's a job. But they're trying to like prove their worth within uh-huh. like this financial like industry environment yeah industry <laughs> it, it's i don't i think i like it because of the the young people that's in it and then them like try to balance like work and and life and there's like a lot of very vulgar not vulgar very expressive and sex scenes right explicit i think is the word you're looking for uh, okay, sure. Uh, you had you, you just have to see some of these scenes. Like, all right. Anyways, um, you just got it's an HBO show, so of course they end up having crazy sex. But I think the one thing that's kind of lost on me is they don't do a. I don't think they do a good job of slowing down for like and putting things in layman terms for people who don't understand the finance sector. Mm, okay, I, I think some of it. No, a lot of it goes over my head. Um, do you think that's because you're new to the show still, though, and like it might make more sense later? Or that's what I've been told. So I'm on episode three. I finished episode three. Mm-hmm. I think right now I think it's seven episodes in. Okay. So I've heard that if I keep watching it, then it gets better. Okay. But so far, I'm kind of digging it because um, there's there's talk, talks about it touches a lot on like things like sexism in the finance industry. Yeah. Or, talked about in. In the last sec- segment, yeah, uh, and like racial components in there, so yeah, it, it's a, I think it, it has the potential to be a really good show. Okay, dope, dope. HBO, HBO Max. Yep. Dope. dope, dope. 
AVM. Thanks, Tune Day. Thanks for sharing, bud. Um, so I'll just gotta do mine real quick. I haven't I didn't get consumed too much material this week. But a uh, new song for my audio. Uh, Are You Live by Chance the Rapper, Jeremiah and and, and Valley. Uh, you know, shout out, you know, Jeremiah is out of the hospital, so that's really good. He was in the ICU with COVID, and so he's back out. Um, they released this song la- on Friday, last Friday. Uh, and Chance the Rapper, I think he's about to drop another Christmas project, the Merry Christmas Little Mama. Did you ever hear that? No. Merry Christmas Little Mama. It was... I think they did it like a few years ago, but I think he's about to drop another one because his Instagram has been um, has been busting. Like they got like a new song, uh, like "Let Me She Let Me Bang" or something like that, and people have been doing a dance to it, but it's not out yet. But I think this is like a single right bef- like to get some hype right before the project comes out. So as uh, soon as it comes out, I'll be recommending that. Huh? Have you heard about like his stuff with his manager? Like his manager suing him for like eight million dollars. Something like that, crazy. Chancellor Chancellor Bennett is getting sued. Oh, you said Chancellor. Well, oh, Chance the rapper. His name Chancellor. is Chancellor. Oh, I don't know his real name. Chance. Yeah. 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 It's uh. Yeah, he's getting sued by his former manager. For do you know why? Because the last album that he put out, uh-huh. that's why his fiance, or his wife, a lot. Like. Yeah. <laughs> I think his manager told him he shouldn't have put it out. Okay. It was rushed, and he was. Like up against the deadline, he's planning yeah. the wedding, and yeah. um, and because of the album flopped, basically, yeah, uh, Chance fired him, huh? And his manager is suing him for lost wages or some shit, yeah, basically. And then also, Dion Work has been going in on Chance the Rapper on Twitter, and it's hilarious. Oh, wait, is that the dude? No, Dion Work, Dion Work, wait, who is that? The singer, the old, the older singer. Woman, Dion Warwick? Oh, no. I'm thinking of somebody else. There was some dude. There was some... I just saw this video on Complex or something. It was like this guy who was on a... They were like on a... You know, the live story, how you can do like the lives together or something yeah. like that? Yeah. And he was talking about he'll sign Chance to a deal. And Chance was like, man, I am like looking for something. Da, da, da. He's like, you want me to yeah. rap right now? Um, uh, What the fuck is his name? I follow him on... on, on uh, you know who I'm talking about. The... the, the the fact, the fact, the comedian dude that was in like the videos with Drake and shit. He's yeah, funny as shit. He's funny. funny as hell. And as I soon as he's getting ready to rap, he just clicked yeah. out of him. Yeah, I'll, I'll make it. I'll right. be happy. <laughs> well, yeah, but Dion Warwick, you know, the, she's the singer, like really old, older singer. Actually, um, now that she said her name seventeen times. But anyway, talk about she. She tweeted. She said, "Hi, at Chance the Rapper. If you are very obviously a rapper, why did you put it in your stage name? I cannot stop thinking about this." <laughs> then, she, then she tweeted, "I am now beyond the singer." <laughs> Dog, she bored. She bored in the house. In the house, bored. Oh man, hilarious. Chance is great, man. Shout out to Chance, man. And shout out to Dion Warwick. <laughs> anyway, uh, for my video, I got some more trash reality TV. Uh, Ink Master. Not trash. Sorry. Huh? It's trash. Wait, what? Ink Master is not trash TV. It's amazing. Ink Master is great. Thanks. Okay, you watch it. Oh man, I like. I think I watched seasons four through nine, four through eight. Okay, like that. One and two are on Netflix right now, man. It's so good. It's so. They're good. both really great. Uh, I love Ink Master, dude. It's a good show. Um, tattoos. That's, that's surprising. True. Even though I don't have tattoos, well, I mean, 
I'd be thinking I'm gonna get one, but I'd be like, fuck it. I think you were my age when you got your first tattoo, weren't you? No, I was younger. You were what, 26? I was like 24, 25. Okay, so a little bit younger. Um, I don't, I don't I'd be fake wanting one. I got a few ideas. I'll run them by you offline and we'll see. Okay. Um, Cause I'd be like, I was talking to my brother and he was like, man, man, we should just go both get tattoos together or some shit. I don't know. It'd be it'd be interesting. Um, but hey, so that's my video. And then for my mental, I don't know. This might be cheating, but uh, the Bath and Body Works uh, three week sale is ending today as as we're recording this. So if you hear this, you you missed it if you weren't on the wave. But um, I fucking love candles. They're the shit. Uh, all the three wick candles were nine ninety five, so you save like fifteen bucks on every candle. So I secured the bag, and I got me some candles. So shout out to Bath and Body Works. I got me some Christmas candles. Shout out to Mahogany Teak Wood. Shout out to Black Teak Wood. You know what I'm saying? That's my man candles. Shit's fire, bro. Fuck with it. Nice, nice, nice. Um, those are good recommendations. Like. I'm definitely. Uh, I feel. I feel compared to yours, they're pretty shit. Fred no. Hampton, the Fred Hampton article is fire. I mean, Jay Z, throw that away. It's whatever. But industry sounds good. <laughs> also, while you're talking about candles, I want to do a quick thing and plug my friend's um, candle company. So oh I, yeah. It's called South Central Candle Company. So if you go to it's the website is southcentralcandleco.com. It's a black-owned uh, candle company. Nice. All right, yeah, so, um, no, those, those, are, those are really good recommendations. Um, you know, I love Ink Master. I love Black Ink. I'm, I'm all in on, on tattoo shows. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, we'll go ahead and close it up. Bring us home, Doug. All right, so, we gave you some AVM recommendations, some audiovisual mental recommendations to check out until next time. So, we want to go ahead and thank you uh, for listening. We know you don't have to, and there's thousands upon thousands of other podcasts that you could listen to, but you, you know, you sit here and listen to us week by week, and we really, really appreciate it. So if you do have any uh, feedback or want to stay connected with us outside of the podcast, you can always send us an email, and our email address is summer16podcast at gmail.com. That's summer16podcast at gmail.com. You can also um, hit us up on our show's Instagram, and that uh, Instagram is summer16pod, and our Twitter is the same handle, just summer16pod. And lastly, you can reach us on our Facebook page, just type in summer16podcast, and we'll put all the links in the description. So if you enjoy the content of our show and you want to help us grow and provide better things going forward, uh, please don't hesitate to put anything towards our cash app. Uh, no dollar or cent amount is too small. Uh, and our cash app is dollar sign summer 16 pod. And anything helps. So until next time, whole lot of gang shit. Gang, gang, gang. We appreciate y'all, man. Stay safe, stay out of trouble. And I guess now you got to stay inside. So, yep. Do that shit. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace. Peace.